Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. The royal family once again. The royal family. This is going to be the top story, I think, for a bit. For a bit. Well, it's much better than The Bachelor this season, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That Matt, he's an emotional guy. There's some serious stuff going down there, Is that over now? Have we figured out what he's doing? I feel like we've been talking about that forever. He's got his last two, so they will be meeting his his family next week. And his family, he's got a rough family background, and he's... He gets very emotional. He's 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 been crying a lot about mm. what went down with his parents and how that formed him as a as a man dating women in relationship and we could go on about that for wow. a while. I'd rather but not. I'd rather hear discuss about the palace. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> so here we go. Buckingham Palace responded yesterday to the claims of racism made by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and this is what they said. They said the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much loved family members. Whether or and not And that's the end of that. And that's the end of that. And and um while some recollections may vary, I think that's like a really interesting way to say that ain't quite the way these other people remember it. Right. Happening. And it's so it in and I believe that, you know. Sure. I mean most people that have a racial bias to, or or are are a racist don't realize what's coming out their mouth. <laughs> you know, the person that said these things to Harry may not even remember the conversation because they don't even You know what I mean? Oh, if we Not were to excusing it, just if the saying. four of us were were to try to recount just the events of yesterday, <laughs> you'd get Our four different stories. Yeah, <laughs> would be very. Different. You'd get four different recollections. Be very, very different. Yeah. So whether or not there are going to be any casualties within the royal family remains to be seen, but there's already been a casualty outside of it. Yeah, I have audio Here's of that. When you're ready, Morgan. This was bizarre. So he co-hosts kind of Britain's version of Good Morning America, the Today Show. It's called Good Morning Britain. Yeah, and Pierce Morgan, we've seen him here in the in, oh, in the yeah. states. I, I forget what shows he was on. He was on either some singing or talent show or something. Oh, America's Got yeah. Talent. Was think. that what it was? Well, he he's on the Brit- British version of that. But uh-huh. didn't he also he host a, a nighttime talk show like on CNN or one I think of those. it was on CNN. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. had something. Like he had his Pierce own talk Morgan show. Live or something. Yeah, exactly. So he has never been quiet about his dislike for Megan. And after the interview aired on Sunday, he went on a rant mm. about not believing a thing that she said. I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You oh, made this it is so Alex. clear. Okay, that's not Pierce. Pierce did this. I mean, it was like a 30-minute rant. And it's he has an interesting background with Megan. But 
Uh, that's Alex Beresford on yesterday's show. That's Now, he's like the good morning Britain weather guy or whatever. Right. Okay. And he went off calmly, but still kind of let Pierce have it a little bit. So Pierce has been going off on Megan, you know, for, well, since the beginning. Since es- the beginning. Especially now here in the past couple of days after this interview comes out, he's railing against her. Right. De- staunchly defending. Vigorously, vigorously def- defending yeah. the queen. The queen and, and the entire royal family. But here, I'll tell you the background because this is really interesting. He, well, I have Pierce, audio of that, too. I'm sorry. Oh, you have. Okay, so what do you have audio of? Well, okay. It says here, I, I, I don't know when he said this. I don't know if this is recent or if this is old explanations uh-huh. from old footage, old archived footage. Of how he, what his history is with her? Yes. Okay. Um, but the reason it's flipped on my screen here is because first I got to see him walk off the set, not uh-huh. understanding what this big chip on his shoulder was gotcha. af- after something that Alex implied on the set that set him off. And right. I'm like, well, what was that all about? And then there's the explanation as to what went down. Okay. So can I play for you first, like the part about Alex or, or the part with Alex, the weather guy where he kind of says, yeah, okay, he kind of sure. calls him out. Yes, he does. Because he's been listening to Pierce, you know, always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Trail against Megan forever and he's like, enough. Yeah. I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this program. And I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meg Markle or had one and she cut you off. And I'm like, wait, what? I, uh-huh. I didn't know this. Is this is this public knowledge? She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe but not my No, own no, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being so- Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behavior. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Pierce gets up and he's like literally walking off so the stairs out of the, the studio. And of course, he's still mic'd, so you can hear everything he's saying. And Alex is like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Really? You're walking off that? You're quitting?" I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis, and we all have to sit there and listen. Six thirty to seven o'clock yesterday was incredibly (laughs) hard to watch. Mm -hmm. He has the ability to come in here and talk from a position where he doesn't fully understand. Okay. And I'm absolutely... I think we need to... I I think we need to just all take a break. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we all need to take a breath. Thank God there's a calm one in the studio. And meanwhile, everyone watching it is like, finally, this show is getting good. Yeah, Yeah, I know, It's finally getting interesting. And now we're going to commercial. (laughs) All right, so here's the, the, the... Okay, 
the explanation. You had the explanation of his history with Megan. Well, yeah, you were saying that I guess at one time Pierce Morgan was a big fan right. of Meghan Markle, and it started from her show Suits back in the day. Mm-hmm. I guess he watched the show. He really mm-hmm. liked it, and he struck up a friendship with her on Twitter. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one time Megan came to London to watch Serena Williams play at Wimbledon. So she and Pierce got together at a pub. Yes, they did, and I think Pierce had some ideas. That's, oh, that's like what he was into her? Like, like this was a date. Oh. Yes. It was like a get-to-know-you date. Yes, and apparently they had some drinks and some great conversation, and, and he thought something was happening. So he's like a jilted lover almost. But kinda. here's where the knife gets twisted. He's thinking something's happening, right? He puts her in an Uber, and she went off to a party where she met Prince Harry for the first time. And Pierce uh, never heard from her again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After that. Never heard from her again. And apparently he's always held a grudge. We sat in this pub for 90 minutes. I never met her. And we sat and we just talked about life and the universe and we talked about everything. But I really liked her. You know, I'm just sad I lost her as a friend. It's like, Harry, you, know, you could have thought of me here, buddy. <laughs> you really? Um, You're quite bitter about this. Well, I'm not bitter, just sad. <laughs> yes. I just thought we were friends. But I, I, I get it because the moment it became serious... There's no way Harry wants Meghan Markle anywhere near media people. It doesn't mean I haven't ruled out that I might get an invite to the wedding. So you haven't yet? No, but I just think Meghan will be sitting there thinking, you know what, I owe that guy one. I really owe that guy What does she owe you? She owes me an invitation to the wedding to make up for cutting me dead. Oh yeah, he <laughs> is. Yeah, so that yeah. is that is old video. Yeah, of, that's uh, definitely. Yeah, he's not quite a, as angry. Him appearing on another show. He really believes that she is playing the entire family. That she that she is just manipulating and maneuvering for her own enjoyment and benefit, and he just whoo feisty. Yeah, he also thinks that the royal family can do no wrong, and that I'm not sure true. that's accurate. I wonder either. where he stands on Prince Andrew. I saw the uh, a meme yesterday. It's like using this, right? And it's a picture of Prince and Harry to distract us from this. And it's mm-hmm. a prince of prince, a picture of Prince Andrew with uh, Epstein. Epstein, yeah. yeah. And it's like, hmm, right. Whatever did happen with Prince Andrew and the Jeffrey Epstein stuff? Well, he's you know he's hiding out. He's uh, he's been released from the family, wasn't he? Released of all of his duties because of all of that. Well, I, he may be laying low, but I think he's still enjoying the. I mean, he gets the protection. Yes, he still gets that part of it, but I don't think he's like doing any appearances or. They're not doing putting any... him front and center. Uh, no, 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 no. They've removed him from that. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is a new study out which set out to determine America's funniest stand-up comedians using science, sort of. Uh, first, they gave 2,722 comedy fans a long list of comedians and asked them to select their favorites. They used that feedback to cut the list down to a top 20 and then had 120 volunteers watch a stand-up special by each one. The participants' audio responses were recorded and analyzed by a program that is able to register laughter at 60 decibels and higher. And based on that, they could rank the comedians by how much laughter they generated per hour. Hmm. And in the end, Robin Williams was number one. I miss that guy. Robin Williams totaling four minutes, 51 seconds of condensed 
laughter per hour. Here's Robin's classic bit saying a platypus makes him think God got stoned. Have you ever heard that bit? <laughs> Do you think that God gets stoned once in a while? Look at a platypus. I think so. <laughs> There's a you. You think God's up there going, okay, let's take a beaver. Okay. Okay, let's put on a duck's bill. <laughs> hey, I'm God. What are you going to do? Okay. Okay, he's a mammal, but he lays eggs. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, Robin Williams was followed uh, by Eddie Murphy. It was a very close second. Eddie Murphy was right behind Robin Williams by just three seconds. Followed by the great, the late, great Red Fox. Jim oh, wow. Carrey. Yeah. Bernie Mac. Josh Sneed on that list? Josh Sneed. <laughs> not yet. He's not in the top 20. Okay. All right. Not yet. Uh, Bernie Mac, Joan Rivers, Dave Chappelle, Bill Hicks, Don Rickles, Richard Pryor, Kevin Hart. Don Rickles. Right. Yeah. How funny is that? I saw him and Joan Rivers years ago together, like when they were both oh my very God. old. Did you go to a show? Yeah. Wow. It was like, it was like at a amphitheater sort of thing when they toured together. And it was. That's cool. It was, it, was they funny hilarious? and it would not fly today. No. Uh, that's uh, what I am. Yeah. What about like Brian Regan, Jim Gaffigan? Yeah. Some of those guys are pretty funny. I think Gaffigan's on the list. Jim Gaffigan is. He's number 14, uh, followed by Chris Rock, Tig Notaro, Mitch Hedberg, Tiffany Haddish, Bill Burr, and Sebastian Maniscalco, who, I mean, a lot of these are so great. And, you know, these numbers are going to change over time as they, mm-hmm. you know, the longer they do this. Uh, there's a lot of young comedians on that list, and it's great that objective data was used. But to be fair, a sample size of 120 volunteers is small, and they only monitored fairly loud laughter. But but those are the no comedians chuckles. that had participants just rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, right. What else you got this well, morning? Well, Selena Gomez, she really wants to be taken seriously as an artist. In the new Vogue interview, she says it's hard to keep doing music when people don't necessarily take you seriously. I've had moments where I've been like, what's the point? Why do I keep doing this? Lose You to Love Me, I felt, was the best song I've ever released. And for some people, it still wasn't enough. I think the next time I do an album, it'll be different. I want to give it one last try before I maybe retire music. Hmm. Which I'm is so sad. unfortunate. I mean, if, if it's what she really loves yeah. to do, I mean, you, you, that's, you know, you've got to love what you're doing. But yep. if she loves it and all people are telling her is that's not a good song, that's not a hit, That I mean, that's got to be super discouraging, you know? And that's what you've got to learn to to shut I out. I was going to say. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know if she the can. Loud, the loud people are usually the negative people, yeah. you know? Like, there's probably a ton of people that are loving what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. So listen to them. Yeah. Well, she needs to just not even listen to anybody and just listen to herself. Yeah. Just put this out is your what own I love record. to do. Yeah. Put your stuff out. Do it. Just do you and do it big and bold and beautiful. And if the people who love it will love it, and that'll be great. Yeah, because there's so many love ways to release your own music. Yeah. Like she's she doesn't have to be part of a label, you know. If, if they're trying to if, control what correct. she's doing, yeah. Well, later on in the interview, she was asked if she was serious about that, and she said, "I need to be careful." She said that she wants to quote give herself a real shot at acting. Hmm. Right now, she's filming a series for Hulu called Only Murders in the Building, co-starring Steve Martin and Martin Short. So that's going to be funny. Yeah, right. So I wonder, has she done any comedic 
acting. The Wizards of Waverly Place. Well, there you go. That oh, was, was that? funny. <laughs> was she really funny in that? I mean, I think she was like seven, maybe a little <laughs> older. How I was her know. timing? Was but it good? But she did. I mean, it was like, a you know how those Disney shows are for like tweens. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of like physical comedy or funny faces or little one-liner zinger things. Yeah. I mean, she was so darling in that. I really root for her, though. I do, too. I feel I like too. she's just had a really rough time with a lot of things. I from the lupus entire... to Justin Bieber to all of it. Yeah, I think that entire group of actors and singers and artists that started out when they were kids just had so many things go sideways for them. Just a rough go all the way around. Mm-hmm. I root for all of them. Well, and then you got a guy like Tracy Morgan who, you know, he's not new to acting, um, but he's trying something kind of on the serious side. Tracy Morgan is making a movie about jazz legend Louis Armstrong. He's starring in it and financing it himself. Tracy's Coming to America co-star Jermaine Fowler says he has seen a clip and he says that Tracy's acting chops are definitely underrated. He says this is... I think, going to put Tracy on a whole different level altogether. Her most famous song, of course, was her duet with Louis Armstrong called Loving You. Yeah, this is a clip I'm playing here where Tracy actually played Louis Armstrong briefly in an SNL skit with Queen Latifah back in 2003. Of course, this was for laughs, but you'll be able to hear him, you know, whether or not he can pull off Louis' voice. We can't show you any more of that 24-minute masterpiece. (laughs) There you go. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.